With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, the uh, Giants coming off the win against Houston and the Saints uh, in an interesting game here Sunday afternoon. Kind of a homecoming uh, for this guy as Sean Payton comes back to one of his old stomping grounds as he was a former offensive coordinator for the Giants, as everyone knows, uh, on his way to his uh, Super Bowl resume. Sean, welcome. How are you? Good, Mike. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure, Coach. How's everything going? It's going well. We uh, we finished practice today, Friday, and uh, I'll make a trip back. My son plays high school football, and so typically Friday evenings I'll get over to see his game over in Dallas. He's a senior there, and uh, we'll fly over and fly back, and then we travel on Saturday, so we'll be getting in there tomorrow. What does he play? He plays outside linebacker, believe it or not. And he's, really? Uh, yeah, he's playing well. He's playing well. Is, is he a is he a senior? He is a senior. And, he's, and where is he going? Recruited. Well, he hadn't decided yet. He's he's a real good student. Yeah, he's getting some attention from uh, some some F, you know, FCS or mid level schools. Um, but fortunately, he's a better student than his father, and, and so he'll have some options. You have a preference? I don't. I mean, I think that there's some schools that locally there, TCU, and uh, you know, he's talked about Alabama and some of these other programs wow. relative to. Um, working in the football department, and then the, the, there's a handful of schools recruiting them uh, that are a little smaller that, that he'll have to figure out. Does he want to – is he a guy is – is he a football uh, kid, Sean? Does he want to be in the front office someday if he's not a pro? Yeah, does he, he want to – is he that kind of guy? I think that's exactly what he wants to do. He, um, he, he's, he spends a lot of time here during the draft and free agency. And, you know, our, there, there's a, a ton of sacrifices – when you're raising a family with kids because of time, and yet there's some really great opportunities when they're at training camp. And uh, I think he does want to get into the, the personnel scouting role and front office role. Um, he was great. born there in Hackensack, you know, the day before a mini camp in 2000. Uh, wow. Yeah. So he, that's where he was born and, in, in uh, shoot. Now he's, what are we? 2008. He's 18 years old. Unbelievable, and I know he's home is Dallas. We're talking with Sean Payton. Does it? You, do you have any? Listen, you were there. You were in Dallas for Parcells. Do you have any? Is it nostalgic for you to come back to Giant Stadium at all and play, or or now not Absol- MetLife Stadium no, and ab- play the Giants? Absolutely. Do you, do you feel any absolutely of that? Absolutely, it is. Yeah, I, I was asked that question yesterday, and I, I definitely think it, it's really the thing that you remember most as the time goes by is the relationships, and there's many of the 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 people there that are still there, uh, I'm able to uh, stay in touch with, whether it's the Combine or Senior Bowl or League events. Of course, ownership and uh, the Tish family and the Mares were, were fantastic to me. And and I, I think it, it absolutely is. I, I think sometimes you don't realize it, and sometimes we have no control over it. But our lineage or you know who we've had an opportunity to work with or else 
places we've worked at are very important in your development. And, and for me, clearly that four year span was, was, uh, was, was huge for me as a young coach. And, uh, no you know, question. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a special place. And, uh, and it's great to see Pat there. I, I consider him a good friend, Shermer and, and, you know, we see in each other occasionally in the off season and, and see the job he's doing. Uh, I think, uh, uh, the world of him. Well, true story, and I don't think it's talking out of school. When Sean was working for the Giants and working under Jim Fossil, uh, because it was a Giants, he caught Bill Parcells' eye, and when Bill went to coach again, he said to me, I've always been impressed by Sean Payton. I'm going to take him with me. He took Sean Payton with him, and he became part of the Parcells tree and now has gone on to great success in his own. So having been with the Giants is maybe one of the reasons you caught his eyes, you know, because he always paid attention to what was going on with the Giants. You know, it was an interesting process. I'd never, I'd never met him, and heard so much about him. And there's a call that comes. I'll never forget in the middle of the night one night, and and my wife at the time said it's it's Parcells. He just he just said is Sean there? It's Parcells. <laughs> like like we were old buddies, and <laughs> we maybe spoke three times in the last conversation, literally over the phone. How much do you want to make? A how many years on the contract? And then I gave him two numbers and he said, fine, I don't know what I'm going to be able to call you. Meet me at Republic airport Friday at 9am and pack for a month. And the first time I ever met him was at Republic airport in long Island. And I packed for a month and, and we flew to Dallas. And became part of the tree and now a proud part of the Parcells tree as a Super Bowl winning coach and also responsible for, finding Tony Romo. You were very responsible for his career, too. Well, that was coincidence. He had gone to Eastern Illinois, where I went to school, and it just so happened that first year we were in Dallas, he he was one of the quarterbacks that we looked at. The Combine every year has its list of 14 or 15 quarterbacks, but three of which from smaller schools will come in early and throw for the running backs, throw for the tight ends, throw also then to the receivers during – the quarterback workout on the weekend. So Tony was one of those three that was there the whole week. And, um, you know, you're in the interview room, you've already met him, you know, and Tony just seemed to be hanging around. And we felt like we were watching Terrence Newman tape, Kansas state, who ended up being our first pick and Eastern played Kansas state that year in Manhattan. And obviously that's a jump up game Mm -hmm. for them and, and a tough match for them. But, uh, his first half in that game was pretty impressive. And, and so as we went into the draft, you know, he was a late round target. I think somewhere in the fifth round, we, we discussed drafting him in the sixth round. And then, you know, as the draft unfolds, there's always a player maybe with a higher grade. So we, we were on the phone with him quite a bit. And then when the draft ended, it's amazing in that hour after the draft, the amount of work that gets done. In the They're crazy, yeah. People rushing well, all over to get to sign free agents. Yeah. Absolutely, and it's an important hour. I mean, there's really good football players we've seen over the years, and he was one of those guys that you know a handful of teams were, were reaching out to. And fortunately, you know, these players look closely at the depth chart, and I, I think the promise of, of making a roster appealed to him and, and – you know, uh, we were able to sign him. No, absolutely. We're talking with Sean Payton, who's had a great career with, uh, as a head coach and has done a great job with the Saints. And, you know, it's funny. 
so much is made of the Brady-Belichick relationship. You've had a long relationship with your quarterback now, who's going to be a Hall of Famer, who's had a great career. You guys have put up unbelievable numbers. How about you and Drew Brees? Well, I'm asked every year about uh, what's what's unique about how he uh, he's been able to play so long. And it doesn't feel like year 13. I mean, it feels like year 7 or year 8. Uh, obviously, the the details and and the, all the the meticulous things that go on during the work week and even the off season relative to sleep and uh, nutrition and you know twenty five years ago I've got a picture of Len Dawson with a cigarette at halftime <laughs> and it, it's just a, a completely uh, different different time now and these guys uh, there's more information to us as coaches and so you see the careers extended and and then you match that with athleticism and you match it with talent like you've seen with even Eli there uh, Peyton is as you referenced earlier Tom uh, these guys that are, are playing longer um, obviously uh, you know they're they're much more further along and educated to taking care of their bodies and and, and their off-season program really isn't an off-season it's a full-time job we're talking with Sean Payton as they get ready to take on the Giants, and two quarterbacks who have had brilliant careers will match up, and they've had these shootouts before. Uh, and you've had a couple already. You had the crazy game with the Bucks, uh, and then you had one last week with the uh, Falcons. So you've been in a couple of these wild ones already this year. Yeah, and look, they, they age you. Um, <laughs> it, you know, you, the game last week. I remember when it finished; it was an overtime game. You, you started losing track of your possessions in your mind, and and the, all the different things that took place that that were important in, in, in that win. You know, not anyone specifically, but all, everyone specifically. And, and, and our history with New York, shoot, we played in some hard-fought close games. I think the last time in New York was a, a low-scoring yeah, it was, yeah. game, and there was a, a key field goal blocked, I think, right before the half. Um, and it, So you, our league's unique that way, and, and sometimes uh, – you may envision how you think a game's going to unfold, and, and it may go the complete opposite direction. You know, interestingly, the league uh, goes in cycles about different things. We're talking, of course, with Sean Payton as the Saints are in Sunday. Backs have become a bit, you know, they, they were out of vogue, and it was have a couple of backs and utilize them in a bunch of different ways and have a third down receiver and have a couple of guys you can alternate and a blocking back. And now backs have have really moved in the forefront again. Big backs, small backs, receiving backs, explosive backs. You have one. Giants have one. So the back has, has become a very featured part of the offense again in the last couple of years. Yeah, and I, I think, look, I think what's never gone out of style is smart, intelligent talent. And that can appear at running back. It can it can appear at tight end, and it can appear at receiver. And But that that won't change in so when the vision's crystal clear uh as to what you're going to get and what you want to do with the player then there's a good chance that that player is going to have success and and obviously uh when you get way up in the first round like you're referencing with Saquon and, and his ability and then Camaro who was a third round pick and you, you know you see it around the league just the the you know the versatility of a player. Some players maybe are first and second down players that that, that still hasn't changed. And, and if, if they, if you know what you're getting, then, then you can have a clear vision. But I, I think, you know, as you begin to open up offenses and, and look for matchups and, and look for 
man coverage answers. Sometimes it might not be outside. Sometimes it gets closer to the ball with the tight end uh, or with the running back. Yeah, it's interesting, and, and uh, as you said, it's it you can develop it at different positions. And look, look what you've done with Kamara. I mean, Kamara. Everyone was out now. Everyone's looking for that kind of player because he's become such a hard to handle, very explosive, dynamic uh, feature in your offense. Yeah, and and look, we are as well. And yet, um, sometimes we can't. And I've done this before. Create the player in our mind and, and it doesn't really match the skill set. And, and so I think um, we're, we're always talking about what's the vision, you know, when we're, when we're evaluating a player, what's the, what's the vision, you know, what do we see him doing well? How do we see him being used defensively, offensively? Uh, we're in the kicking game. And if the vision matches uh, the talent and I think the chances of success then go up for that player. You know, you're a guy who's uh, a very successful coach, a very successful offensive coach, known to be in those kind of games a lot, and your team features that stuff. With what's going on with the quarterback here and and protecting him and sacking him and how to teach this and stuff and the league this week talking about emphasizing how they want to call it and stuff, what's your view on this whole thing and how do you rectify it? Well, listen, uh, this is the first year – not even a year, six months. I've been on the competition committee, so it's it's interesting and it's fascinating, and I, and I love being on it because you have a chance to to be a part of the process. And I think relative to this uh, this rule, I think it'll calm down some, and I mean that in a positive way. We're, the officials, you're anytime there's change, you're you're educating and you're wanting to as quickly as possible. Get not only the 17 crews on the same page, but the 32 teams on the same page, and sometimes that takes more times than others. And and I think, um, you know, really trying to avoid the 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 collarbone and the shoulder injuries that take place with the you know with the true not landing on, but but you know centering your body where you can you know we we use that term burp or Superman where your hands kind of come off the ground and your feet come off the ground so that he takes all all of the weight. And I think uh, it's tape work, it's repetition, it's meeting, it's conference calls. All of those things are necessary, especially, look, the guys that have the difficult job are the two guys back there that are making the call. It happens fast. And so we see it, we see it clearly. And then here are some examples that I think can help that maybe it appears that the body weight's on the quarterback and yet that's not the foul we're looking to call. And, and I think that can that can and will improve, and, and as we teach it, uh, as coaches and, and instruct our defensive linemen and/or a pressure player that you know that's that's blitzing, um, we're still hitting the quarterback. We're still tackling the quarterback. It's when you know it's when the weight gets recentered, and it happened to Aaron Rodgers last year against Minnesota. That is the one we're trying to avoid, and uh, uh, I think we'll get better at it, and I think you'll see it calm down. We're talking with Sean Payton. You've been doing this a long time now. You know, it's, uh, it, it goes fast. Uh, and you've had a lot of success, and you've been there a long time. Is it still as much fun as it used to be? Is, has it changed for you? Is it still the same? Is it, is no, it, as, good, listen, is it as much fun great, getting, getting ready every week to play those games? Absolutely. I, I think, um, there's, look, there's nothing like game day. There's the, certainly the stress involved during the week. There's always the stress of trying to have the right plan, you know, of making – you know, when you have success in a game prior and you know maybe there was something that you did during the week, 
that made the difference in that game, and it might have been a Friday adjustment or something to a run or a defense, and then you see it come to fruition in the game, that very next week, you're so that, that search of chasing the chicken, if you will, that doesn't stop, and, and it's exciting. I think the most rewarding thing is still teaching and being around the players, and I think you know, when it all goes away and you leave and, and you get off the bus at some point in time, I think we'll all miss that, that environment we get to work in and the league we get to work in. And I, I enjoy it immensely. Well, listen, thanks for a couple of minutes. I know you're busy, so thanks. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Sean. Good luck. All right, Mike. Thank you very much. Thank you, Coach, very much. Sean Payton, the head coach of the uh, Saints, uh, take a little time out of his. And Coach's schedules, uh, especially on Fridays, are very, very busy, so I appreciate that. They're here Sunday with the ageless Drew Brees playing against the equally ageless Eli Manning, and uh, we'll see what they have cooked up uh, for the game. The Saints, who a lot of people thought could be a Super Bowl team this year, uh, because the defense was improved, the defense had a v- nightmare against Tampa, and they lose the game. But they've bounced back from that with a hard-fought win against the Browns, where they did not move the ball that well, and then a big game against the Falcons, where the Falcons moved the ball all day, and the Saints moved the ball all day, and Drew Brees scored two touchdowns, including the game-winner in overtime, and they went on now, and they have a 2-1 and one record as they come to take on the Giants, who have a 1-2 and two record, and that obviously a very, very interesting game with the two quarterbacks come Sunday. Uh, and it's funny, I, I, remember, I, I, I remember when Bill told me he was going to call Sean when he was looking for put his staff together for Dallas, and he said, I'm going to call Sean Payton. I think he'd be a good fit. You know, and he, he, I actually knew Sean a little better than Bill did at the time, and he was asking me about him, and it worked out, and he did bring, and he did obviously go on to having a very successful career, including a Super Bowl win, and he's part of that Parcells tree now, including Super Bowl winners in Belichick and Coughlin and Sean Payton. Back after this.